Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. Nice. Joel, tell me how you know me. Um, Michael Steenstra, <laughs> I know you through your wife I went to high school with. And she was best friends with my wife. And then we figured out that we actually had two women that figured out that their men don't suck and we could actually be friends with somebody. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty nice. Yeah. We have actually, a, another friend of those friends that can't quite find the same man. We've known about <laughs> seven or eight of those. So. It's, yeah, exactly. The boyfriends are pretty cool. I, I think you're on the low side there. But we're not, like, me and you became friends through golf. Kinda, probably first golf, and then at some point I knew that you were just cool motherfucker, and I was like, oh, Jess's friend Mel is cool, like, I like to hang out with him. You were kind of stuck with me, too. Well, I didn't have any friends in Maryland, (laughs) either, you know, like, it was you and her brother Sean at first, and I was like, oh, these are are my guys in Maryland. But then at some point, I realized you'd like soccer. I was kind of, I got into U.S. men's national team. Yeah. And you and I actually made a trip out to Baltimore to see a Gold Cup game against Cuba. We did. <laughs> we had a good time. We, we had, had a, a very time. good time. I don't yeah. remember much of the game. We, we did some tailgating. I think they beat Cuba like 6 nothing. I, it was at least 4 nothing at halftime. Yeah. We, that was fun, though. I remember we bought some American flags, draped yes. over ourselves. Like we a run, bunch of... Running around Baltimore with the capes <laughs> flowing. It was a funny little... Uh, Tailgate, too. It was like under that overpass, playing beer pong with, with Matt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, Gold Cup. We did a Gold Cup together. Yeah. Um, but I know you, I've known you like, uh, you like Liverpool. You liked Liverpool for a long time. So tell me about how you got into Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool was, uh, I was on soccer team in high school and everything, and everybody else had an English premier team or, you know, the, the cool kids did, and I did not yet. So I started checking out a little bit, and Michael Owen was a big deal at the time, uh, striker for Liverpool. So I jumped on his bandwagon and followed along. He was a bit of a flash in the pan for maybe a couple years, but well, uh, what year stuck, was that? Stuck with him after that would have been probably around oh two oh one. Oh shoot! So you've been watching a long ass time. Yeah, I took a little break from him there uh, once I hit maybe post college age. Just too drunk to. Poor to afford NBC Sports, but and then uh, what got you back into it? Uh, being a lazy ass sitting on my couch, <laughs> needed uh, something to watch on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Well, isn't that the best thing? Because you have a, it you've is. got a kid. You have a how old yes. is um, Caleb? Caleb just turned two. And, and don't you love when you have the early game at like seven thirty? Because I usually get up with the baby, do the wife a favor, throw, like put her on the ground, and then I, I watch I, soccer. I do make a point that I take it the early shift if we have the early game every oh, yeah. time. <laughs> so Two birds, one stone. We thought to have you on originally just because of Champions League, the game today. Insane! What? What? What happened? What? what? <laughs> Uh, My mind exploded. St- <laughs> still haven't comprehended it yet. I don't think it's fully set in at this point, but, I mean, just unreal. A- after I was watching the Man City game this last week uh, against Newcastle, and Newcastle had put up just a hell of a fight till I don't know, 20 minutes left, and just, of course, fucking Vincent company, then he's goddamn foot comes through again for fucking city and a nice goal and there we are liverpool's gonna finish semifinals in the champions league second place in the the champion or the uh premier league i was like man this this disfigures you know highest point total ever nothing gonna come from it and then uh yeah today happened i got to watch suarez uh, cry the entire game uh coutinho (laughs) get subbed off early didn't even know he was on the field let me pause there on suarez in in your opinion of him at liverpool i loved him how Uh, long was he there ish 
four years, five, four, probably four years. Huh. And was he just sick? He was amazing. That he made Sturridge into what Sturridge became before his left leg fell off. But yeah, I mean, they they had the SOS going. Each of them finished with twenty goals every year, and hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of enjoying that little uh, side story of that game of Suarez and <laughs> Liverpool fans like booing I was, him. He was he was looking a little upset there at the end. I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting for the bite to come out. <laughs> yeah, this guy bites people. <laughs> Fuck Suarez. Although you were saying, what were you saying um, about? Yeah, the Man City game and second yeah, just place. And- watching that, I mean, yeah, as a Liverpool fan, you 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 kind of. A Liverpool fan of today's age, you know, I've never really gotten to see them win anything. It's always second best and or plenty worse. But, yeah, you know, you got the Gerard slip, and every time you see someone slip in this game, you're like, oh, there it is again, the curse, you know. And I remember one, uh, who was, I think Robertson slipped on the left side, and Messi just came charging by, and I was like, oh, God, here we go. It's scary. <laughs> I, I mean, let's talk about leg one to begin with. Barcelona just dominated, just complete domination. Three nothing. I was so scared of them. Every time they've got the ball, I'm like, no one will ever beat this team ever. I didn't feel like they dominated that game, and then we still walked away down three nothing. I was like, that was as good as we can play, pretty much. I mean, we had a couple screw ups, but yeah, that's that's about the best, and we lost three <laughs> nothing. So then going into this game today, I was like, nah, no fucking shot. Yep, wasn't that excited to get home and watch it. I was working a little late, so I'd recorded it, and yeah, I was like, there's, I can't there's no you shadow. that, because I texted you, and I was like, did you watch? And <laughs> you're like, no, I haven't watched yet. I don't well, know the result. I was like, what? As I explained earlier, I had extra work to get done, because I got a golf tournament tomorrow, so... Uh, Priorities. I mean, it's it's hard to, to keep all this in line. But <laughs> so you got the first goal in what the sixth minute? Yeah, seventh. Yeah. Who is this again that scored? That was uh, Divock Origi. Got me. There he is. <laughs> yep. yep. And then he had another. <laughs> it's Ojiri, right? Is that his name? Uh, Origi. Oh, Origi. 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 <laughs> and then Winaldum, who are just two. So, so Mo Salah's out. Uh, Sane, what's wrong with him? I didn't, I kind of knew he was out. It was it was Firmino that was out. Sane played. Firmino. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, Salah and Firmino were out. Salah, sorry, I pronounce everything like a like a dick on this podcast. <laughs> Anyone that listens knows that. So after the first goal, I was like, so I, I texted our friends. I was like, if they get another before halftime, I, I will leave my job today, my desk, and watch. Didn't get that first goal, or second goal in the first half, but then they scored one quick in the second half. Like at that point, are you starting to feel, you know, like, there was a, a a glimmer of hope at that point, uh, but no, it's it's still Barcelona and Messi. I was like, it's, it's gonna happen. the The ref was bullshit all game. I was just waiting for him to award some crap penalty on Fabino and. Never came. I was like, all right. In a way goal, in a way goal would have slaughtered you guys. It would have been over. Been yeah. I even thought like at the end, you know, even you're up for nothing. For nothing. Crazy. It still only takes one. For nothing. <laughs> like, ah, uh, what a win. I mean, did you stick around for the scenes after the game? Oh, my God. The, I had the chills. I was, I wasn't crying. I was, I was close to tears on the, uh, the song there at the end with the whole team and coaching staff. Standing in the line uh, in front of the fans, that was that was a pretty awesome scene. I watched never it. have seen anything like it. W- I watched it again ten minutes after. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic! Yeah, that was that was awesome. So then, Jimmy, this is my friend Jimmy. He's uh, one of the other hosts on the podcast. Howdy! Running late. Uh, I have a two-year-old. Um, I hear you have a two-year-old, and my two-year-old's sick, so I'd uh, run out and grab some stuff for her real quick. Godspeed. Yeah. And uh, he's been watching Man U for a long-ass time. There's a ton about Premier League. Sorry. That's who this guy is. 
I'm not sorry. I mean, we have more. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We have more Premier League titles than anybody else. But yeah, the last six years. I forgot you guys were bitter rivals. Yeah. He hates Liverpool. I, I, I like. Uh, I put it this way: like I hate Liverpool just because I always have, but I love to watch them. Like they are glorious to watch, especially in uh, in Jurgen Klopp's uh, tenure. They're it's just beautiful football. So I will never deny that. It doesn't mean I have to like them though. That's that's, that's respectable. <laughs> Jimmy, what questions do you have for Joel about Liverpool in general this Premier League season? Um, I guess like I mean it, it it's hard it's hard saying now, but um, you know, we're going into Sunday. Um, you guys still very much have uh, a chance, you know, for the Premier League, although it's not in your own hands. Um, and then you guys are now looking at Champions League final. Um, as a Liverpool fan, which one would you want more? Like if you got if you got to choose, which one's more important to you, that Premier League title or that Champions League title? Uh, most of the season, it's it's been the Premier League title that I've been wanting more. Um, but it was, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago, I guess, I, I, I started realizing that was becoming a pretty long shot. And slowly the Champions League, I think, in my mind, or maybe it was my heart that said that was more important because I thought it was more realistic, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, but either. yeah, ultimately, uh, yeah, either, obviously. Uh, being this close now, I, I think you do have to say Champions League. I mean, going you're going to either Barcelona. play Ajax or yeah. Tottenham, which Liverpool is going to be the favorite in either of those games. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think that, uh, I mean, you guys would have been one of the top two favorites even before coming into that, um, just Barcelona. But, uh yeah, I yeah. mean, I think that you guys are very much still alive. Like, you know, that uh, Man City play Brighton Hove Albion at Brighton. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're just stubborn dickheads and play 11 men in the box the entire time and, some, and somehow squeak out a draw <laughs> against, did against Tottenham. City. City haven't been that impressive in, you know, since they lost in the Champions League. I mean, they've had a couple of, like, that. I mean, they had to have a stunner goal from company just to win against... Uh, uh, yeah, against Leicester the other day. So I mean, it's uh, I I don't think you guys are done and dusted. Uh, that haven't been said. It wouldn't wouldn't bother me if you won the Champions League, and it would absolutely piss me off if you guys won the Premier League. So that's <laughs> <laughs> that's my own personal bias. But interesting. Uh, would uh would that even us up? What's the number at? I don't know. I don't know the total it, number. It's twenty to eighteen right now. Twenty um, but to eighteen. I don't, okay. But you know, considering considering the path that we've been on the last six years, like you know, I don't need you guys getting any closer. It's not like uh, yeah. It's not like we're like you know really pushing for one anytime soon. So, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's uh, I am I am excited. Uh, I'm excited to see them. Uh, I'm ho- I'm hoping for an all English final. Really, at this point now for the Champions League. I think that'd be oh, fun. Yeah. So. so, so which which game will you guys have the uh, TV on on the final Saturday or Sunday, whichever day it is? Uh, I am going to watch the Wolves Liverpool game because I think that like I think that Wolves by no means are going to try to roll over. Um, I'm not saying that just you know for whatever reason. I mean, they they've been playing well against top six teams all all season. They play attractive football. Liverpool plays attractive football. I think that game is going to be. The funnest one to watch. I think that the City game versus Brighton is just going to be a snore fest because City's going to have what you know ninety five percent of the possession, um, and Brighton's just going to sit back. So uh, I'd say Wo- no. I would say Wolves Liverpool would be the game that I'm watching. That's funny because I think I'm going to have it on the City game. Well, yeah, that's where your interest <laughs> lies, right? Yeah, <laughs> but, absolutely. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it also doesn't mean anything if Liverpool's not winning. But. Right. 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 <laughs> Michael, what uh, what game are you looking at? I mean, looking at the schedule? I still got to be watching like Tottenham Arsenal just because, you know. Well, Tot- <laughs> well, Tottenham, Tottenham quite clinched it. Tottenham's against yeah, Everton, yeah. Yeah, Everton, which is a fun game actually, in its own right. Absolutely. But obviously, I'll be watching top four. I'm actually very excited randomly about the, um, you know, League Two English Championship playoffs. I think the playoffs are a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yep. So what is it? Leeds. It was Leeds Derby, and then Aston Villa, West Brom. So two-legged event there. Yep. So I'm actually, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'll probably watch some of that. I've actually never watched that. It's they do a, like a, a four-team playoff. Yeah, four-team for, playoff. Yeah, it's, for the third spot for promotion. Yeah. 
it's on uh, ESPN Plus for anybody that's yeah. interested. If, if you want to, if you even want to go a little further down the rabbit hole, Michael, uh, um, for whatever reason, I think it's Tyndall's fault, but we adopted Sunderland in this podcast. <laughs> they are in. Oh, yeah. They are also playing in the playoffs uh, on the first League leg of the playoffs in for uh, promotion from League One to the Championship. So um, I couldn't tell you who they're playing, but I know that they. I did see the, that they are scheduled to play. I want to say this weekend and then like Tuesday or Wednesday, something like that. So, yeah, I didn't realize those were two legs either. It's fun for the last spot. Two, two. Who won last year? Who who came up that way last year? Um, Fulham beat Aston Villa. Fulham. Yeah. Got it. Yep, Cardiff cool. and Cardiff and Wolves. Wolves won outright, and Cardiff got second place last year. Um, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think any of those teams. Uh, any of the teams that finished in the top six were any of the three that got relegated, I'm pretty sure, from the year before from the Premier League. Huh. So, so Joel, back to Liverpool a little bit since we got you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who were your favorite players this year? Like some of the low-key ones, and then obviously some of the ones that really stuck out that everybody liked. Uh, low-key, I mean, Milner and Henderson, obviously. you got to love just the heart those guys have. Where do they um, play on the field? Both kind of holding midfielders. Henderson's been allowed to roam a little more this year. Um, but they're both just, I don't know how many miles they, they go a game, but it's, in, in Klopp's system especially, it's just nonstop, just sprinting. And every game, every other game, it feels like Henderson goes out with a, injury breaking his heel again or something but he the two of them are just relentless van dyke obviously um, i was a defender growing up and just watching him it's there's no cooler head on defense than watching that dude go and then obvious stevie g uh you know for the for the lifetime fan uh-huh. absolutely Do you own any uh, liverpool jerseys i own a stevie g there you go yep it doesn't fit anymore. The, the dad bod has set in. <laughs> those things come tight too. You gotta, you gotta order those a little large to start with. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I mean, shoot. You're talking about high school. I weigh like I weigh like 60 more pounds now than I did in high school. Like I was just like a stick. Hey, that's especially where I'm when, at. especially when you're playing soccer. You know. I mean, yep. Exactly. No, I, I, I was thinking. You know, you guys are you guys are playing in the, in the final this year. Um, they, uh, somewhere, somehow, there could be some sort of like sweet justice if you guys won it. Considering the final is, you know, I know it's at um, Atletico Stadium, but it's still in Madrid. Um, you know, it, it would be even better if it was at the Bernabeu, but just in Madrid alone is will, will be nice if you guys are able to pull it off. But absolutely, yeah. That that loss last year was that was an excruciating one. That was that one stung. What was the name? The goalie Carius. Loris Carius. Yeah. Oh, Car- Argo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was awful. A couple howlers, right? <laughs> Jesus. Do you, do you know? What, do you know what happened to him this year? Do you know like how far down like the path he went of like? I, I know a little bit. Yeah. So I, I, I know yeah. he got loaned well, out and then yeah. And then had a mind. Well, fucking. Well, he like he got loaned out and then like he went like f- like that team was uh, in financial trouble. He went like four months without getting paid. Like oh, that's <laughs> right, that's right. I do remember. That. Deserved it. He deserved it. Yeah, that's karma at its finest. Oh my gosh! So you go from playing the Champions League final to being unpaid in Turkey. <laughs> Are there any players from Real Madrid that you hate because of that? Uh, yes, uh, Sergio. Uh, Ramos. That's a that's yeah. a softball. Yeah, 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 just fucking cocksucker. We just <laughs> shit on him constantly him. on this podcast. Well, I despise him. He's an asshole, and I hate it even more because I liked him a lot in my my younger soccer days. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You were a defender. That makes sense. What about uh, we have a we have a, a personal podcast. Uh, again, we tend to adopt players and teams. Uh, we all happen to love. Uh, Maybe not the team he plays for, but the man himself, Gareth Bale. Um, <laughs> yes. That glorious overhead kick um, <laughs> that he hit oh, in yeah. that final. Um, do you mm-hmm. do you have any hatred towards Bale? Or, I, uh, I don't. Uh, so do you also appreciate what a, a galloping horse he is as a, yep. as a human being? Yeah. Yeah, he he's got that Ebra about him where you just got to love him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's an that asshole, but you love him. 
of uh, McTominay. Is he he is Welsh? Scottish. Is that true? Scottish. Well, to be, to be fair, I'm I'm sorry. He is he is English, but um, like he qualified to be able to play for Scotland's uh, national team, like through his grandmother or something like that. There's all sorts of crazy tie-ins that you can play. I saw for. online that Ali said he's he wants to build around him now. What do you think about that? Sure, I don't care. Like I'm I, I'm all for falling down into the youth system. Like I'm blow it up. I don't care. Like I. Uh, the way they've spent money the last couple of years, don't give me on it. Don't give me on a tirade when we have Liverpool fans uh, <laughs> here to ask questions. To. We have Joel, do you have a question for, for Jimmy? We have, we have. Uh, like, how do you feel about the Pogba buy? Uh, There's a good question. I like that. Let's 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 roll with this for a little while. How do I feel about Pogba? I I think that on his best day, he's one of the best players in the world. Um, the problem is that his best days come whenever he feels like it. Um, I mean, you saw, like, when he's, like, fully invested, you saw, like, how he played for France in the World Cup. Like, every game, he was he was key. And then with Mourinho, he hated him, so he didn't play for him. And then with, uh, you know, with Ali for a couple months, like, he was excited to be free again. And then uh, he, was, and he started playing well, and he scored all his goals. And then he got his head turned, you know, he's ready to move on. And so he was distracted, wasn't playing well. And if he wants to move on, that's I, I get it. Like I, I don't want somebody there that doesn't want to be there, um, especially somebody who has as much influence on the younger players as he does, because he is, you know, a character and likable and and all that. And I don't want players like Martial and Rashford and and all them to see that and and take that kind of attitude. So um, I'm I'm ready, if, especially if we can cash in for more than we bought him for um, to move on and. Um, you know, start building around players like Mark, like Marcus Rashford, and and I mean, I think McTominay is like a Michael Carrick. He's a great glue piece, but he's not a guy you build your team around. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be. I'd wish Paul Pogba all the best if he moved on this year. Not me. Fuck him. <laughs> I was gonna say that I expected more ill will there. <laughs> no, I'm not that. I'm not that angry. He he left once, and it wasn't his fault. You know, um, he like we actually, quote unquote, we sold him because um, Sir Alex Ferguson didn't think that he was gonna be good enough. So we sold him to Juventus for five hundred thousand um, pounds to you know, and then we ended up buying him back like three years later for eighty nine million pounds. So you know, good investment there. Um, so I mean, I I. I I like him, but it's not good for the team, and I don't see us winning next year. So, I'm willing to reinvest that money that we can get off of a sale from him, especially if Real Madrid is going to go out and spend a ton of money this year, like it sounds like. So, you look at Coutinho for us. I mean, it sucked losing him, but he turned our entire team around with that money. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that for you guys too. Like, I mean, Coutinho is a fantastic player, but you guys play better as a team now than you know, where everything kind of went through Coutinho that last year. So um, I think it made you guys a better team, honestly. I agree. Are there any players on Liverpool, Joel, where you're like, fuck them, get rid of them? <laughs> uh, I, I think the storage experiment is coming to wow. an end here. I don't know I, much about, I love the tell guy. Me about the, the roots of this experiment. I know nothing about it. I mean, it. it's it's not an experiment. The guy was super successful for a long time. Injuries have ravaged him, and I think Liverpool's been waiting for him to get back to health so they can get full value for him, which is just never going to happen. He's never going to return to the form he had. No. What and, were the injuries? Uh, I think his hammy or quad just lots of, lots of every soft, year. Like, lots of soft tissue injuries. Um yeah. But like he like the year after uh, um, Suarez got sold to Barcelona and he stepped in, he scored a shit ton of goals for Liverpool, and then yeah. he got hindered. He was like, yeah, yeah, he was upper twenties, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He was one of the top scorers that that first year, and then hasn't been healthy since. Uh, other other than him, uh, I, I honestly love both Lovren and Maltit back there. I think they're both good number two center backs. Much much better than when they were trying to be number ones. Well, let me ask you this because I think that you guys have made like prudent investments the last couple of years. You know, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, Keita, uh, Van Dyke, and Allison. Like, 
if you're looking at this team and say you guys don't get it done this year, I mean, God forbid you don't get it done in either competition, right? You you go away with trophy list. What's the what's the next prudent buy? Like, what is the 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 one position on the field that you guys can continue to strengthen? Like, what position would it be? Uh, honestly, it'd probably be. It, it's in that central midfield spot. It's it's Henderson and Milner going to the bench and. I, I don't love Keita. I, I think that might be bad money um, from what I've seen at this point. He started getting a little hot here before he got injured, but he's he's probably the what I believe to be the worst money we've spent as of in the last couple of years. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's probably where we need to continue to invest is just that central midfield. Fabinho's going to hold down that holding spot. So... So somebody, somebody more like somebody more attacking that plays like underneath like Fabinho and Salah and, and exactly. Maya. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, if 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 Hazard becomes available <laughs> with all the the issues that Chelsea's having, I wouldn't mind throwing him in there. Oh yeah. I'll take uh, yeah, I'll take Lionel Messi as well if we're <laughs> if we're creating wish lists. <laughs> As a Tottenham fan, I don't get any wish list. No, you I don't. Just get zero. You, you shut. You shut up and go enjoy your new stadium with no players or anybody playing in it. I've ranted about the stadium before. It's like I don't give a fuck. Just listen Old to Harry. Harry, cool. <laughs> Harry Kane gargling marbles. <laughs> oh come on, boys! Let's go, boys! So, what? Wh- you know, that's actually a good leading Tottenham Ajax down 0-1 on the road. Do we have a shot? I, I think you do. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. After today, yeah, it's like that's a very dumb question. Actually, like, well, you're only down one goal. Like, we definitely have a shot, which which is why it's an exciting game. I think the the problem is it's like what legs does Tottenham have left? They look like the, the last couple of games you've watched, like they just oh, looked bad, exhausted, and they do not look good. Um. <laughs> And you know, like that's it, it's kind of the same thing that happened that Leicester year, where they like like shit fell apart. They got tired, um, and probably in their tired frustration, you saw that two red card game that just happened. Like that happens to Tottenham, you know. That was crazy. It happens to Tottenham a lot, and it's just because they're like you know they are talented, but they get pushed so hard because it's all at the front end. And then once people get tired and injured and frustrated, you know, like by the end they're just gas tanks empty. So. It'll be interesting, interesting to see what they have left in the tank to chase a very young, attacking-minded IX team. Because I think IX yeah. is playing really well. But but the lineup this week looks so much better than it has in the past couple weeks. Because, I mean, we, we had to roll out Llorente last week because Sonny was on a yellow card suspension. Yeah. Uh, but Lucas and Son will be probably up top. How do you know Llorente is not starting? Before you go What's too that? far, how do you how do you know Llorente is not starting? Oh God, I hope not. How do you know? Is it just not. is it just wishful thinking? Because like, if I, if he, uh, honestly if he brought if if he started Llorente but then brought Sonny off the bench early ish, I'd be well, why, okay with that. Why even bring him off the bench? Like, what if he does like uh, um, like what's that formation he likes to do? Like the three, the three four two one. Right. Yeah, but that's what they so that's what they started with, but then they switched to a four four two in the second half of last week's game. But that's because they were that's because they were missing some players. Like if you have some of these players back healthy, you know, I don't. Well, I'm, Jan, just, Jan I'm just being be devil's. Back. I'm just being devil's advocate, really. I'm You're right, right, right. I get it, but I'm saying the lineup looks a lot more promising than it did last week because you have Lucas and Son up top, Delhi, Erickson, Sissoko, maybe Dyer. At uh, center defensive mid, or maybe Wanyama, and then back four would probably be like Trip for Tongan, Aldevarald, and Rose. Like they're good; they'll be good tomorrow. I mean, obviously you want Harry Kane back, but they've got a pretty fucking good chance here. Absolutely, I'd say. absolutely. I think that you know, I think it'll be important, kind of like Liverpool today. You know, important to get an early goal. You know, so yeah, I mean, it's everything. This champion league, the Champions League second legs are always weird like that. Like, uh, do you think the Man City Tottenham second leg held a candle to today's Liverpool four zero? That one victory. <laughs> I, I would say that one was different because that one was just breathtaking. Like 
the first, you know, 25 minutes or so, it was just, out, like, end to end, just, like, it was like, it was like watching, like, a heavyweight fight where both fighters came out and, like, no guard up, just both guys just throwing haymakers. That's, you know, it was, it was wild. That was, uh, I think the Liverpool one was just, like, was just stunning, especially the way they scored that fourth goal. Like, that was, that was <laughs> fucking brilliant. Like, that was just, was, the awareness. What happened there? The awareness to, like, to look up and, like, and Alexander-Arnold's, what, 19, 20 years old? Like, to have that kind of, like, tactical awareness to, to realize where you're at, that no one's looking, and Origi's sitting right there in the middle, that, that was that was incredible. So I've, that I've wasn't like never a dirty seen that goal at that or level. anything. What's that? That wasn't like considered a dirty goal. No, by no means. That's Barcelona fucking sleeping, and a, a huh. team a team with as much experience as that's on their team to let that kind of stuff happen. Like that's that's outrageous. Like you just got out, you just got out um, outmaneuvered by a 19 year old kid. You know that's. You deserve to lose at that point. So, Joel, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about U.S. men's national team because that's how you and I started <laughs> talking about soccer at all because I have always been somewhat interested in U.S. men's national team soccer. And that's where I was like, oh, oh yeah, you know, like Michael Bradley. And I know you know a lot, so. Uh, t- take it easy. I, I haven't been oh, the most. Uh, More than I do. Though. Most vigilant fan recently. <laughs> well, Obviously, still a little bitter about the World Cup. So, but I mean, let's talk about last qualifying cycle a little bit because you and I would always text during the hex. Yes, I, I like that that rhyme there. <laughs> but you were aware of what was going on. I feel like the casual U.S. men's national team fan had no fucking idea. They don't. They're fighting <laughs> for their lives in the hex. Yeah, that was uh, that final game against Trinidad. Uh, that was. That was the lowest of lows for any moment in men's soccer history, I think. The U.S. I mean, men's soccer. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think it's ever gotten worse than that. I mean, do you guys Not disagree? In our <laughs> Not in our it, even before ours, I don't, I don't think it's been lower than that because there was at least an expectation. Right, make the World Cup, you idiots. You're yeah. playing Trinidad <laughs> on a high school field. <laughs> so from the old guard... Are there any players that you like? From the old guard. Landon. <laughs> how about how about yeah. guys how about guys that are still eligible to be called up um now? Like guys that are still playing. Is there anyone that was on that failure in Trinidad that you could see being part of the setup going forward? Like whether it's the Gold Cup this summer or um, even qualifying, you know, um, coming up here. Uh, and no one pops into mind that's like a, a, a mandatory part of the team other than the obvious, uh, you know, Pulisic. But there's there's no one that's like a, a backbone of that team, I feel like. It's whoever wants to show up out of college and <laughs> – be better than half the guys. I mean that. I, I don't know. I, I I told you it's a, it's a sour note for me right now. I I have zero faith in that team. Can I ask your thoughts on Michael Bradley, who is I, another very popular toilet on this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I'm actually okay with Bradley. I I think he was a you know a good leader on that team. Uh I think he was given more responsibility than his skill uh, allowed. But I, I do think he was a very good leader. I don't think he was overly talented. I think, I think, I think he'll be a fine coach someday in the MLS. Exactly. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> she had a great personality. Right, exactly. <laughs> So what are you looking for out of the Gold Cup this summer? And sadly, I looked it up today. No Baltimore game. So you oh, and I God. can't have a good time in Baltimore once again. Uh, who, who would you like to see on the team? What do you want to see out of them this summer? I honestly have no idea who's even fighting for spots on that team. Really? I, I You're that low. I have not watched. I'm I'm angry. Huh. I'm an angry fan. <laughs> it's I mean, still, the Gold it's, Cup is 
It's still early. Enough I will that, watch. It's still early enough before you know actual World Cup stuff that really this doesn't matter that much. It's just the uh, the it's just the idea of the first uh, actual competitive uh, games since they got eliminated from qualifying and the first competitive games with uh, oh that useless MLS fuck oh Burhalter um, <laughs> that they hired. Because, you know, MLS coaches have been so good for us in the past. I <laughs> Tell me that Beasley finally retired from the men's national team, though. Uh, Tell me there's he, not a chance he gets called. He, he, uh, is he still he, playing MLS? He is. Uh, he, did not, uh, oh, he, no. didn't, he did not officially retire, but he did not get any of the call-ups for the first two camps. Um, Thank little baby Jesus. Yeah. Well... <laughs> All right, let's give a little shout out to Demarcus real quick though, because he is some part. He is a part of some pretty good teams, pretty good squads. Nope, back in nope. He's he's my number one. Done with. He's number one on that list. <laughs> Break a leg, buddy. Break a leg. Yeah, he's, I, I think that I think that you're probably safe there. I think the bigger problem <laughs> is going to be how much of our young European talent that's going to be overlooked for, you know, MLS players and. I, I don't Do you even, ever watch MLS? Yeah, that's a good Joe? question. Do you ever watch MLS? Very rarely. Uh, if it'll pop on, you know, after something on ESPN, I'll check it out. But no, I, I do not intentionally put it on. It's it's impossible cam- to find. Like, the camera's a, too yeah. zoomed in is one of my issues. Like, you can't see the field. I hate the production of the MLS. Yeah. It's it's huh. terrible. And And then it's just, I don't know, it's... It's bad it's quality bad soccer. soccer. Yeah. <laughs> this is all right. I got. I got. I got to get this off my chest because I watched this today. Um, because I try. I try very hard. Like I love soccer. I want to like the MLS. I really want to. Like I've been wanting to for the last two years, and I keep trying. Um. <laughs> it was Columbus versus DC. Uh, I think last weekend. And Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Shout out Wayne Rooney. Shout out Wayne Rooney. Uh, there was a there was a play where the ball was passed into the middle to Lucho Acosta, and he went to turn. But like he, right as he received the ball, the defender met him there. But also the referee was like on top of him, so like all three of them were together. And like the referee kind of like turns like turns to get out of the way, and uh, he has his back to the play, and Lucho falls down, and Columbus gets the ball. They play it. They spray it, uh, spray it out wide right away. Um, build up goal like. You know, 10, 10, 15 seconds after this play happens. VAR comes back. They actually spend, like, minutes looking at this. The referee looks at it and somehow decides that Lucho didn't trip over the referee. He somehow tripped over the player. So VAR, no goal. They called a foul way (laughs) way back in the 50. Like, I was like... That's not what VAR is for. Like, no. like, like you're gonna take away a goal. And, like, that was just it's so rinky dink. It was yeah, it That's, was embarrassing. Like that, that that frustrates me. That like I I tried and I had to turn it off like for a while. I, I couldn't watch. I haven't watched AMLS coverage, but <laughs> I try very 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 hard. There's no way VAR will ruin Premier League to that level. You no don't way. know that. No, you don't know that. It can't be. It fucking can't be. They know. They know that that's a terrible product. Anyone looking at that knows it's a terrible product except the MLS people. Fuck MLS. They're non I, I, I will say, like, the FA Cup and um, the Champions League have done okay so far. Like, there's nothing... There's been, there's been some calls that have been talked about, but nothing has been like that. Like, nothing just so rinky-dink and... Yeah. I don't know. It's a. It's like it's the American way to review, review the you know the quality out of the game. They've done it to football and now baseball and basketball is the the best one. I mean, fuck. It's, don't forget horse racing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A thirty. What was it? A twenty-two, twenty-eight minute delay on uh, yep. the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> what? I think I had no idea. I knew the Kentucky Derby was going on, but. I didn't know there was a VAR. Uh, oh yeah, so apparently, snafu. player or the jockeys can issue a, a a complaint saying a horse 
intentionally blocked them, which I didn't know was illegal because I thought they always intentionally blocked each other. Yeah. But so then there's a group of three people that will then go and review the video and try to determine if they intentionally changed <laughs> their lane coming out of a turn to yeah. block another horse. And they decided that the the favorite who won did do that and disqualified him and gave it to second place. Wow. Who was, what, 65 to 1? 65 to 1. And <laughs> the guy... Wow. So, so now not the only... gambling nightmare. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So much money. That was like... The, you know, like if you went down like the Reddit uh, um, wormhole uh, on some <laughs> oh, of the God. like the theories about what happened, like yeah, you know they just wanted to uh, save all the money for Vegas or blah blah blah, like all this sort of stuff, and it was just like, man, I don't know. Just can we just play the games or whatever? Like, can we let the <laughs> yeah, horses play the games? I like, don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if it's fixed, I don't care. It's like whatever. Just Kentucky Derby. I, I love the illusion of. <laughs> Like I love the illusion of uh, whatever uh, is going on, you know. Like I, I'll, right. I'll, I'll put my head in the sand. I don't give a shit. Yeah, even NBA. I'm just like, yeah. The the oh, that's what I was gonna say with the NBA. The two minute report, like thing that they do now, where like they'll like release the, like the last two minutes uh, yeah. calls or whatever. From like the refs. Like come the fuck on, like. Like I I referee you know um, some different stuff just recreationally. And, like, by no means, like, am I ever going to, like, like, I'll, uh, like, I'll say, like, you know, if someone asks me and they're like, hey, what, what did you miss here? Like, well, why didn't you call that? I'll be like, if I didn't see it, I'm not going to call it. And that's, right. and that's part of the game. Sorry. Like, I'm, I, I will do my best for you. But, like, I'm also not going to ruin the game by blowing my whistle every 10 seconds. Um, and yeah. at the end of the day, like, it's a judgment call, so fuck you. Like, I'm just as much part of the game as, as you are. Um, so I, I have yeah, like human I, element being a part of the I game. I love human like, element part of the game. Yeah, like, it's great. God, we did it for like for centuries in some sports. Like, why are we so obsessed with getting it right? And it, I mean, maybe it's money or whatever else, but yeah, probably I'm, money. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> I always get so. What do I always get so fucking annoyed talking about things I love on this podcast, Michael? I think you and I think you guys just try to get me going. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. Yes. So, the other guy that normally does with the, this with us is at like the Who or something with his he's, dad. He's he's at a Who concert with his dad right now. Yep. All right, good yeah. for him. So he's he's a Tottenham fan. He's been a fan since 2015, 2016, and then last year I finally chose a team, uh, Tottenham. I, I, so. I tried to bring you over to Liverpool as you were trying to decide. Oh, that would have been. Did. It would have been better for you, Michael, in the long run. You know, Tyndall was just, like, feeding me Tottenham information constantly. And and we should shout him out real quick for missing the episode because we usually usually say something nice about the uh, the people when they're gone. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so Brad is the most passionate passionate fan I've ever met in my life of, like, anything. And, yeah, he fell right into Tottenham. He he, He actually went to the stadium last weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. So... Yep. He's a good it's a, dude. It's a dream he's of mine. A, never, never been. Want to, want to make it over to Anfield eventually. Oh yeah, Jim's been to some games over there. Uh yeah, I was uh, um, I went to Selhurst Park um, when I was in London. It's South London. It's like a, like a forty minute train ride south from the heart of London. That was uh, that was fun. That was a, uh, I mean, talk about passionate fans. Crystal Palace fans are legit, like true blue. Behind their team, I will uh, always have a little place in my heart for Crystal Palace because of the, that game I got to go to. The West Ham fans always seem like uh, seem like they'd be a fun one to go to. Yeah, yeah, yep. I, I think that that's true. Are there any uh, teams in the Premier League that were like lower down that you kind of pull for? No, I'm no? I'm, I'm looking for an Everton rele- uh, relegation one day. I'd like I'd like <laughs> to see that. When was the last time they were relegated? I couldn't tell you. Long time. I, I remember yeah. West Ham when I was like a casual soccer fan. Someone, I read an article randomly that said like, "Oh, this is the most unlikely Premier League team there is. Like they'll get sent down right away." This is probably, I don't know, two thousand fourteen, two thousand fifteen. 
Were they like that ever? No, not West Ham. No, West Ham's actually... West Ham? West Ham Ham should... I think you're thinking of, uh, like, West Brom. Maybe. Um, But, like, West Ham, you know, they're one of those... They're they're like Everton, where um, they spend lots of money, but they don't win a whole lot. At least not, you know, not recently, anyway. Um, But they have a new... Like, technically, they moved into a new stadium. A new stadium for them. Uh, this is the London 2012 Olympics. Exactly, yeah, which over. is, gosh, it looks like just the worst viewing experience. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, they have money. They like uh, I You don't guys th- told me on a podcast a couple episodes about the stadium that I've been watching, and then, like, the fans are so far away from the pitch. It's, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. It's not like a track field. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't just put, like, bleachers, you know? Before those, it, they're so far away. It's absurdity. Yes. So, um, we usually end the podcast with rants. I'm sure you're not prepared for a rant, Joel. I don't. I will <laughs> see if I can come up with one while you two do yours. I don't know if I have one it, yet either. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to always be a rant. Like It can be something that like you watched or maybe something that we didn't talk about that you just wanted to like highlight. Um, so no, here we go. Game of Thrones. Put some fucking lights on your set. How about that? There's my (laughs) rant. (laughs) Tell us more. I actually am. (laughs) Uh, no spoilers. Uh, Yeah. I I wanted to leave it right there. Just that's it. I think that's fair. I think that, you know, I I would say 70% of the audience is going to understand that reference there. So, you know, I haven't seen a single episode on the new season, but I know everything that happens because I can't help but click. Unlike you today, where you watched the Champions League match late and somehow avoided spoilers. Dude, I, I do it, I do it every week, and this is the first time I've been spoiled in probably the last year, and it had to be this Actually, fucking Actually, I don't think you mentioned that earlier. You did get a mild spoiler before the game. Hey, yeah, so my one friend, the, the biggest Liverpool fan I know of any of my friends, all, all I saw was, let's fucking go, with a thousand exclamation points after it, and I was like, fuck. I was like, I know we win now. I don't know how, but I know we win. <laughs> Although you had to think, like, we're not going to win. Barcelona's up 3 nothing. Right, I didn't... And then you <laughs> thought maybe it was related to your dynasty fantasy football draft no that was why i looked because i'm in the middle of a draft so i thought the text was going to be about that (laughs) it was not actually that'll lead me to right to my rant it's football related but not fantasy football no it is fantasy football not soccer joel runs a uh, in-person fantasy football league how many uh Roster spots are there? There's a bunch because we have individual defensive players. Yeah, well. around 25-ish. Yeah, and I, and I like the live draft aspect. That's like my favorite part of the whole thing is going to your basement and getting drunk and picking players. It's fun. And Quarlo, this man on our league, Shout out. gets wasted every time. <laughs> just He's wasted. That he just scribbles. He just scribbles who his draft picks are in like the 17th through 20th round. And everyone's like, what is that? <laughs> and then somebody else has to get up, write it for him. Yep. Someone that was it able to you. decipher it. Generally you. I understand drunk because I'm almost as drunk as him all the time. Well, no, you're not. You're always like a, you're a good drunk. I but I just that. wanted to shout out your fantasy football league because that was Aww. one of the first things when I moved to Maryland. I was like. I went out to that and I had a good time. I was like, that was fun. This guy's cool. <laughs> like this guy. And that's my rant. It's a bromance. Bromance. <laughs> that's a good one. Jimmy? Uh, mine's far less fun than that. Mine's like <laughs> sports related. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> You have to talk about it now. Uh, no, I was just going to highlight in case people didn't see. So, um, around this time every year the uh they meet before the end of the champions league um uefa does and uh a number of clubs i'd say 15 of the top clubs uh led by the president of juventus has been pushing for format changes to the champions league um, that uefa runs um primarily um they wanted to set up basically a system that allows that isn't determined by 
<clears throat> it's not determined by domestic league finish as opposed to like it's its own separate league, um, and essentially it just rewards the big clubs so they don't they can stay up there and make the money and do all that sort of stuff. Well, that. well, um, um, today like over a thousand club coalition um, from all over Europe, you know, presented their their case and before the meeting tomorrow, and it sounds like at least for a while they've gone back to the drawing board. So. Um, if you aren't following that, there's, uh, hopefully I can find something and we can put it on the, uh, you know, on the Twitter account for you guys to look at, but it's, it's that sort of backroom sort of stuff that is interesting to keep an eye on to see how, um, you know, money is still the driving force behind some of this stuff and, and hopefully, uh, we can keep it as much, you know, football, soccer, uh, related as possible, so. Just keep a lookout for that. Um, keep an eye on it. It's a that shit. would be it's that sh- would be devastating. It's, that'd be it, awful. Yeah. It's it's the shit that happens in the shadows, man. So. Huh. Interesting. Well, nice to talk to you guys. And the breeze blew back my hair. All right, wanted to add a little snippet real quick. Boys said they needed to fill a little bit of time still. Um, This is Brad from Rooster and the Devil. Just adding on to what the boys have handled throughout the latter part of the episode here. Um, I had to go to a a show. It was actually The Who, so um, hence the music. But some things making sense for me now. I woke up in a Soho doorway uh, Soho's in London, and I staggered back to the underground, and the breeze blew back my hair. The underground is literally that. It's their underground train system. Um, just relevant because I was just there, and the breeze really does blow back your hair. Kind of cool. Um, they're very old, but it was a great show. So anyway, on to Rooster and the Devil and the focus on football. Uh, boy, oh boy, we had, and we might as well start with the Champions League. I'll be quick, but amazing for Liverpool supporters. What an exciting tie uh, on both ends. Messi, incredible in the first leg, uh, taking it over for his squad, and you're, you're heading back to Anfield thinking there's no way. There's no way that, that they can come back against Barcelona. Um, and they did. Just I didn't watch... Uh, I didn't watch the majority of the game. I was working, unfortunately. I'm using some of my free time or uh, free to up time today to watch Spurs, Ajax, but amazing for Liverpool and cheers to them, Klopp, the whole crew. Very cool to have an English team in the finals. And I think just at a high level, we've talked about it a lot uh, on Rooster and the Devil. The fact that the Champions League is just the GOAT, man. It's the best. It's the highest quality. It's the best teams. You got the intrigue of intra-country, inter-country, intra-Europe competition between uh, different leagues. And for, you know, I suppose the reason would be that they're the best teams from each respective league, but you just look at the quality compared to a Premier League match, even Spurs, who have been struggling with uh, their domestic form extremely. Um, the Premier League matches just look a little bit different, and I'd be curious to ask Jimmy about that if he were here with me on this recording. Um, maybe we'll talk about it next time, but yeah, I guess it's just the the high level of quality and the fact that you don't get a match like uh, when you go and play Burnley and they park the bus, right? It's a more open game, a more open match. Um, so at any rate, congratulations to Liverpool for getting through. They have a quality side. I mean, that cannot be denied. This is two years consecutively that they've been in the final. Um, that's consistency at the highest level. So they've built a, a very solid squad, and, and cheers to them. I hope that uh, that Spurs can join them, but I, I doubt it. We'll have to see. So I guess that brings us to today. Um, as I'm recording this, we're sitting about four hours from kick. Uh, for the Ajax Spurs match in Amsterdam and I don't have a lot to say on this one other than I don't anticipate Spurs being able to get through. Um, The reason would be yes we have Sonny back and yes we have even Eric Lamella back who 
might be able to weasel his way into some kind of productivity for the squad. Um, Jan is back wearing a face mask. You know, we're not completely depleted, but in general we are. It's been just a taxing season moving from Wembley to the new stadium, uh, not having that many home matches until we were back in the new stadium. And you've seen it in the Premier League. The form has just been absolutely abysmal uh, coming down the stretch here. But fortunately, their their first two-thirds of the season, Spurs, they were outstanding. As you know, competing with City and Liverpool right around um, that even were into second for a little while. Um, and so fortunately, that really solid first two-thirds of the season has set them up to be in the top four. I can't tell you how relieved I am to have Spurs in the top four going into their first full year in the new stadium. And also, I think this is the most critical, you can say that about every year, but um, given the maturity of the squad and, and the new stadium and facilities and now ready to spend some money over the summer, this is, I think, the most important summer of Pochettino's uh, era so far. And so not having Champions League football to point to when you're trying to recruit and sign new players, which I think there's going to be a fair amount of turnover this summer, would have been a huge loss um, of a selling point for, for Pochettino and Daniel Levy. So very excited to have Spurs in the Champions League. Uh, with that said, I've got a 2-1 victory for Ajax today. I think we get the away goal. Maybe we get it early. Maybe we tie it up at 1-1. But I think ultimately the squad is still very tired. And I'm going to go with Ajax 2-1 to get through um, 3-1 on aggregate um, and join Liverpool. But boy, would I love to see an all-English final between Liverpool and Tottenham. Would sure be a lot of fun. Okay, a couple other things I wanted to hit on real quick. Uh, The first one is the upcoming Premier League schedule. Obviously not a lot of intrigue outside of City and Liverpool. Um, Brighton at home against City on Sunday. You never know. You never know. They just drew with with Arsenal. You never know what could happen. Um, So that's very very exciting. Uh, And then Liverpool Wolves at Anfield. Those are both intriguing matchups. I mean, I could see it going either way. Wolves obviously have played the top six squads very, very well, I think, this year. Um, I still would expect both squads to win and City to break Liverpool's hearts and take home the title. Uh, Elsewhere, not a lot of intrigue outside of Arsenal playing Burnley. Hopefully they park the bus at home. I doubt Arsenal will overturn an eight-goal deficit, so I'm assuming that that won't happen. That's what I'm assuming in saying that Spurs are in the Champions League. Um, And then you've got Chelsea uh, as well elsewhere playing Leicester at King Power um, at Leicester's place. So um, Chelsea could drop points there, certainly. So you've got a little bit of mix and match to see if uh, maybe third or fourth is going to be different, but nothing too exciting on the final day of the Premier League season other than the actual title race itself. So that's fair. Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to hit on here is the championship uh, playoffs. My boys, Derby County, um, are in it against Leeds United, and it's a two-leg affair, um, home and away, to determine who is going to have the opportunity to move up to the Premier League. So, um, yeah, you've got Villa and West Brom in the other tie. I would like to see Villa lose because I want to sign Jack Grealish. He looks like a baller, and he'd look great in a Spurs kit. Um, So obviously, if they go on to the Premier League, Grealish may not want to leave. Uh, Much in the way of Ryan Sessegnon with Fulham, the fact that they're not being relegated, he's saying he wants to stay in the Premier League. I think Spurs may scoop him up. Um, So selfishly, I'd like to see Villa lose, but I hope it's a good tie. The one I'm really interested in and may try to actually watch is Derby County versus Leeds United. Obviously, uh, Bielsa, their coach, all of the drama this year, and then Spygate, Leeds United actually spying on Frank Lampard's Derby, Derby County squad. Um, that whole shenanigans media um, circus that was going on there should be an interesting subplot to uh, to the two legs. So um, for those of you that want to watch, 7.30 a.m. 
Villa West Brom um, this upcoming Saturday, and then 12:15 p.m. Derby Leeds United. And I think those are available, by the way, on ESPN Plus if you uh, if you do choose to do that. So, at any rate, I think that should do it for me. I appreciate the opportunity to add something on to the boys. They told me we needed to fill a little bit of time. Um, again, thrilled about the opportunity to be in the semifinal. Hope Spurs can pull it off, but expect IX to go through. Um, and also very, very thrilled, if nothing else, as a constellation that Spurs are hopefully comfortable not overturning an eight-goal uh, goal differential to Arsenal on the last day of se- the season, comfortable being in the Champions League again next season. It's remarkable, given what Pochettino has been handed, no signings over the last several transfer windows, a new stadium that they hadn't even moved into, playing away from home, um, injuries up the ass, and still manages to get them into the Champions League places for the following season. And I'll also, by the way, still have a shot to get to the Champions League final. So um, been an exciting year for Spurs. On that note, Rooster and the Devil, I am one of the Roosters. I am not the Devil. I will talk to you all later. Cheers. The league is almost done for this season. It's really sad. It's sad. Week 38. 38. 38. 38. 38. Last one. Last, 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 last. What will I do with myself? I don't know. I don't if I can watch Michael Bradley oh. pretend.